Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. Happy Friday to all of you. It's Aloha Friday. It's Casual Friday here on California Haunts Radio. And that means... Push my buttons. No, it means i got to push my buttons. But it also means that Medium Nancy Matz is in the house with us. And uh, let me adjust it here. I moved everything the other day and still trying to find my way. Uh-oh, we lost her. She was in the house with us. Anyway, there she comes. She's coming back. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. And I am also the owner of the California Haunts paranormal investigation team based out of sacramento california we are 45 strong up and down the state of california that means if you have a paranormal issue going on in your house or you think you have a paranormal issue going on in your house we can get to you because we are in almost every county in the state and if we're not in your county we can get to you don't worry about it all right i make a quick announcement today too is that tomorrow night at 7 p.m pacific i will be teaching a psychic development class level one and what that entails is if you think you might have psychic abilities or maybe you do and you've been trying them out and things haven't been going so well, this is the class for you. I teach you how to ground yourself, protection techniques. I teach you how to open that psychic door and close it. That's really important, you know, because even, you know, if you sometimes most new psychics, when they open the psychic door, they open it really wide. And the problem is once you open that door, not just the nice stuff's going to come through. All right. There's going to be negativity that comes through that door. I train you to go out of body and be able to pull back in right away and shut the door so the stuff doesn't come at you, okay? Also, I also will take you to meet your spirit guide. I'll take you to meet your spirit animal. We visit your spirit library. And there's always a little note left for you from your spirit guide in that room. So that's what we're going to cover tomorrow. And I also work on, like, the different um, versions of being psychic. You, we might work with some ESP and some smell sensing, you know, sensory stuff and, and things like that tomorrow. All right, so I will see anybody tomorrow that size up. It would be great. And uh, you can do that over at CaliforniaHauntsMeetup.com. All right, check out Meetup.com. Okay, well, like I said earlier, today is Casual Friday, and that means Nancy, medium Nancy Matz is with us. And it kind of leads out to last week, because last week we were talking about, I hate when things are hanging on me, look at that. Last week, we were talking about messages from your deceased relative, essentially messages from the dead, and how helpful they can be at times, or mornings, or something, you know. But uh, we were talking about that last week, and I gave some examples of what was, you know, what had happened with my, with my heart failure with my father, and how he had contacted me. And I didn't realize it was about that until after I ended up getting diagnosed, and then I knew, boom, that's what he was trying to contact me. And he, you know, he tried several ways to contact me. Tonight, Nancy's going to be doing some readings for you guys, and you have to have one question, one question only, because it's usually there's a lineup, you guys, we, we want to get to everybody. And uh, I was thinking, we, you know, like last week I made the announcement that we could do this in a messages from the dead kind of thing, you know, is there somebody around me that uh, has a message for me, something like that, you know, just to see if, if somebody wants to, uh, you know, say hi or whatever they want to say, right, to you. So that's what I was hoping to do. So if we do this, um, if we do this nicely and play nice, because we want to play nice here, this is this is this is a fun place to be. This is a safe atmosphere in here. We don't want any 
any negativity, no trolls allowed. Uh, I will be, I, I be, <laughs> I'll boot you out right away. It may take me a few minutes to find the right button, but you will be gone. So we're not allowing trolls in here tonight or anything like that. But you're allowed one question of Nancy, and that's it. And she'll probably, if you, she'll probably give you about two to three minutes of that because we have a lot of people coming through. Okay. So let me get Nancy on, and Nancy and I can just chit chat for a few minutes, and then we'll start this stuff. All right. Hello. Hello. Good Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> it's finally here. It's Friday. Uh, there's a, a couple things. Um, when people ask any questions of messages, I will, if I'm, if I'm able to, I'm going to describe what the person looks like first off, because sometimes it's not always who we want it to be. But mm -hmm. then sometimes I had ladies say to me, I want to hear from so-and-so. And, -so. and I, I, you know, I'm going to tell you who I'm seeing versus what you want to hear. I'm not right. going to just, oh, it's grandma, grandpa. Of course it is, dad, mom. Because if it doesn't fit my description, duh, you know. Unless they give a really uh, personal, personal identification. Right. And uh, what I have found over time is <clears throat> don't have expectations because sometimes the person shows up as who it's supposed to be. As with Char, she's popcorn every night, but then she got a ticket to go to show. I think you already said this. And dad said, popcorn, popcorn. Well, what we didn't know was that at the movie, they salted it too much. She was getting a warning, not an enjoyment. So sometimes the message is to come. So mm -hmm. I, I want to make sure that that's understood. And it can be really, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's kind of touching. I, um, I'm dealing with a lady whose um, son died of an accident. And uh, sometimes the messages are kind of obscure, like who greeted him. Uh, you know, it just, um, I love this. I want you to know that this is who I am. I do this. I do this. No magic in this. Uh, it's just something like 32 years every day. You better be good at this. Like if you play the piano in 32 years, you better do Mozart. I mean, really? Right. right so right, right. practice makes perfect. I started out, uh, spirit of grace church for 15 years, every Friday night and during the week sometimes. So, uh, with the best intention, I always try to help you. If you don't get it, write it down. <laughs> I'm not responsible. I just do what I do, and that's all, everybody. And I do have fun with this. Shar and I have had a lot of fun uh, with these Friday nights, and it's very casual. Oh, I, I got another color on. I had a few of these. It's a, the Hawaiian print. See, it's and, aloha tonight. Aloha, aloha. Hello, <laughs> hello. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be cool, and it's warm. And oh, one more thing. Uh, we are. Um, so ESCO is supposed, is supposed to close on the 15th, but the new owners want to move in on the, hopefully the first, it really put a crunch on me. I'm having people show up next two days. So I am, I am moving. Give me a little leeway. I had to push a lady out who wanted to talk this week sometime and, uh, pushed out to Tuesday. So it's going to be, be patient. Write me a note if you, if you want it sooner and I'll see what I can do. But in the midst of a move, it's like, I had to stop an hour ago just to, put my mind in a place that we could talk tonight. So <laughs> it takes a lot of time to kind of balance yourself. All right, sweetie. I had a scary moment outside today. What? I was out there. See, guys, I, 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 I'm into lighting effects. And especially in my yard. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I, you don't listen. You don't really talk about snow blindness and stuff like that. You don't think about that. And I use a tarp to create a fake pond in my backyard. Right. And the tarp is white. Oh, <laughs> so I'm out there working in the sun, right? You know, this whole time, trying to 
I go in my house. You know how when you walk in your house and, and it's kind of dark anyway because you've been outside? This yeah. was twice as dark. And the and first thing that over was which one? <laughs> it scared the hell out of me because it was so, it was, it was really, really dark. And I thought, God, am I having a stroke? And I go to sit down on the couch and I'm looking around. And I'm like, is it never going to you know, So after about three minutes, four minutes, it came out, you know, it came back to normal. Oh, God. I was trying to, all, these, all these things are running through my head because it's like twice, three times as dark as it normally is when you, you come from the outside to the inside. And then it dawned on me that it's because I was working with that real, really white thing and I was staring at it the whole time. Oh, that's 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 really hard. I thought you were telling you took over a dog or a freeze furniture. No, it's just when I Thank walked God. in, the second I got into the eaves to open the back door, everything got darker. And then it got progressively darker, darker, and darker. <clears throat> it was scary. Yeah, yeah. But then it so, came up and I just that, that's the only thing I can figure. And I don't think I had a stroke, so the only, <laughs> the only thing I, I can figure is that because I was out working over that white thing, it, it my, my eyes reacted, you know, like, like when people are out in the bright snow. Yeah. You know, so wow. Okay, anyway, that's enough of that. Da, da, da. Life, life carries on. My moving and you're working in the yard. It's just. Yeah. It's coming together nicely, though. Make, all right. Okay. So, if anybody, now, here's how we're going to start this. If anybody would, would like a reading, like I said, two to three minutes of reading, but one question. And you got to be patient with me because the way the questions come up, they're on one stream only, kind of like what you guys are looking at in the chat room. That's what comes up. So, when you come up, I've, as a question it's comes the same up, thing, isn't it? Huh? You're seeing the same stream, aren't you? Yeah. Uh -huh. But as the questions come up, you'll ask your question. Nancy will answer it. Maybe, you know, and if you if you decide to write an answer to Nancy, it's not going to come up right away. That's what I want to say. Yeah, I can't see it. <laughs> Nor can I see you say, Nancy, answer, answer me, ask me, uh, I want to yeah. ask, ask you a question on so the side. To be patient, like, you're answering online. Don't do that. She'll, she'll answer the first person, and then she'll probably move on to the second person. And then by the time she's done with the second person, you'll have typed in. So then I have to go back to you. So you have to be very patient. Or type it up a couple times. Yeah, with the way we're doing this, okay? Because that's just how it comes up. I can't control how it comes up, comes up in the chat room. Okay, so if anybody wants to start, go ahead and type a question. I'm going to be at large here. Okay. Nobody wants to start? Well, let's talk about something. Okay, let's start. Marisa. Bashful. Hold it, we got one. Marisa, what's your question? Where'd they all go? Come on, I know you're there. Don't be bashful. We do this every other Friday. And the same people seem to want to get in the chat room. So if you're in Facebook, Char, tell them how to get over to you so they can get in the chat room. Well, my Facebook page has the Facebook. Uh, <laughs> you can click on that. It'll take you in, into the room here. And then you can click in the chat room. Just like if you're on California Haunts Ghostly Events, you can get their California Haunts radio page. Cal most of California Haunts pages. You can get so they, they can get on the they can get on this All you have to do is write down the question. We're going for, for one question tonight. And here we go. Jill wants to know, do you have anything for me? I didn't hear her name. Jill. Jill? Yeah. Yeah, there is a, a small woman that's saying next to you, she was bony as she got older. She shows me her hands as, oops, as, as this, but really bony. Like she lost weight, little tiny shoulders. I don't think she was very tall. 
She wants me to think she had wavy or curly hair. It's not straight. Maybe it was a gray that was wiry looking. Mm -hmm. um, she says I was tough, but everybody loved to hug me. Um, she wanted to be known as sweet, but she wasn't necessarily. Uh, she is watching your progress. She admires you. Um, what's all these people? Even though she wasn't small, she might not have had little feet. <laughs> What is that? Do you recognize her, Jill? Okay. The next question is, okay, Marisa, we, yeah, we'll talk about the other part later. However, her other question, she has two questions, but we'll, the first one, we, 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 no, we'll, I'll talk to you later, Nancy. Okay. But the other one is, is my brother still around? That's her question. Yes, he is still around. I, I guess I would like to ask you, um, how do I word this? He's antagonistic right now. And so if you feel that way, I want you to tell him to go away. He can come around if he's nice to you. It's not like he's not nice, but he's making demands on you. And I, and I can't hear him very well. It's like he's talking quick and pacing the floor. Oh, what is that about? Don't say his name out loud, Char. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He wants you to do something or talk to somebody. Um, as though, hurry up and talk to them. Let's do this. Let's do that. Do you smell him? What you saying? It, is there a smell coming into the house? Are you smelling him? Seems to be a smell with him and I'm going, well, what is that? Hmm. What are you smelling? Is she answering? She's just wondering what demands he's making. What, what's that? What, what the demands are. That's what she's, she's asking. Me too. I only see the gesturing. I'm seeing like, uh, uh, uh. it's like he's he's not a ghost. He's not stuck yet. Um, my definition of ghost is a spirit that chose not to go anywhere or do anything about it. He's just mm -hmm. haunting. Uh, this man's not haunting. He's in action. Like he's trying to get something done doesn't tell me anything. Just his actions, like he's yelling, yelling. It seems like if you were doing your life, all of a sudden you go, oh, that's him. Tell him to go away until it calms down. Uh, if you get depressed really quick, because he seems like he's unsettled. Um, feels like he had an argument with somebody before he died and there was unfinished business. I can't tell you what that means. Maybe a sandy-haired guy. Uh, what was that? Char, do you know uh, what coloring this man was? Was he dark? Uh, no. Was he blonde man? man? He's gray-haired. He was gray-haired? Kind of white-haired. I'm looking at it. It looks like a light, like a blonder man. Okay. I could probably sort it out a little later. I'm a, I don't want to spend a lot of time with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finished we'll, we'll business. Mm -hmm. Okay. It feels hey, like hey. might my, my have lighter hair with blue eyes. Okay. Tall, lanky looking. So I don't know if Marissa would know who that is. Okay. All right. Kate wants to know if you have anything for her, please. Hmm. She want a personal message? She wants to know who's around her. I guess either way. No clarification. I can't hear. There's a man that stands next to her. He's uh, had dark hair in his uh, youth. I don't know if he's presenting himself to be heavy hair, dark, as if he was younger looking. He's not letting me see. My feeling is he might have some gray going through it. And 
uh, Jill, Jill, Jill. The thing I pick it up is money. So I don't know if he's trying to help you with money or save money or work with money. There's some kind of money thing going on. If you're going to get a better job, you're going to get more money. Seems like he's involved with uh, your progress. I wish I wish we could get a better quick answer versus mm -hmm. typing in. And mm -hmm. first thing I heard was money, but then I saw the man. So I'm not sure if it's related, or did she get money from from somebody who went to spirit? I can't tell. He's a nice looking man. He was a bigger man, but I don't know if it's a father figure or a grandfather figure. Feels like this relative. See if she knows who it is. Okay. Okay. Michael wants to know who moved the candy box in his apartment. The, the candy box? Mm-hmm. When did this happen? How recent? He says it lifted up and moved about four feet across the room. Was it low, like a, a youth, a child? Feels like it could have been a young person. Hmm. What? Okay. What did he say? Yeah, he says, yeah, he says, I just want to know how it, that kind of thing can happen. This is not a threat. This is not someone that's going to hurt you. It feels like a youth. I can't tell if it's a boy or girl, but it's not an adult or a teenager. It's younger. And it's almost like they're moving the jar around to get your attention. Like, oh, I'm here. Pay attention to me. I would certainly invite a name, sit in a big chair, just be relaxed and say, I saw that. Are you trying to tell me you're here? And be happy. Because I don't think this person's a bad or unhappy person. Six months ago, and it was on the counter. So, okay. I'm surprised he's not saying it's happened before or since. Because I get more movement just, just one time. Michael, and, have you had anything else happen in your house? Did you have something move around in your closet? Like a hall closet or someplace? It seems like you've lost... There was something misplaced and it wasn't you that did it. <laughs> this feedback's a little hard. <laughs> Got two or three people answering my question. I'm watching them. It's cool. Just things coming in slow today is all. Oh, we can always find something to talk about. Oh, oh yeah. But if you guys want to confirm anything that Nancy has said, that's fine too. I'm not going to know it you, except the people. Huh? It's nice to know so I can read off of it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, the, says, the, he, says, he says nothing has moved around the apartment at all. Um, what about a closet? It looks like a dark space. Check and see if things have moved in the closet, if you can remember. I don't know why yeah. I want to pick it up. Or is that where the person came in? Was there a remodel or something? Mm -hmm. I'm not getting a bad feeling. Oops. Okay. Ah, Jill's back. She wants to know if the money thing was for her. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he would not be talking about it if it was for him. There you go. See, we have fun. It's Friday night. We have fun. We have fun talking to dead people. <laughs> One of my favorite topics. <laughs> if there's anybody else out there that would like to know. Okay, Michael says nope. Michael said what? He says nope. Nothing in okay. the dark. So... Remember, I, I'm looking at it. I'm seeing something happen. So pay attention. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're telling her, oh, him. It's interesting. I said her first. I'm going to stay with that. Could have been a girl. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe they're, I don't want you to get boo-boo on me <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I don't get a bad feeling. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, 
they're Friday Santa Claus. I don't like that. But I am looking at a place that's dark, like a closet door opens up and it's dark in there. So pay attention. This is a PG show. Come on. I didn't say anything wrong. Okay. <laughs> I just want someone to think I'm predicting spooky stuff. I'm not. Most of the people I talk to, I would say 90% of the people are pretty decent. Question real quick. I got to see something. Hang on, Jill. I'm going to check it out, okay? Hang on, Jill. Let me go back and check this out, okay? Let's see. It gets confusing when we're feeding these things through. Just bear with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what she came in through. Yeah, because she seems to think the man was somebody else's question. I'm sorry? She's, she seems to think the man was an answer to somebody else's question. I, I can't follow that. I don't know. Okay. See, when you say the name and give me the question, I hook right in. Then when you come back and say, well, 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 I can't, I can't tell. I only read, I only talk to one person at a time because I forget so fast what I say. So okay. Okay. like the popcorn for her, it's only reference I make really quick here. I wouldn't be able to pick up something for somebody else talking to you. Oh, Marisa says her brother had green eyes and medium brown hair before the gray. Mm, medium to light brown. Then I'm looking at him as, a, as his memory of himself because I'm looking at him. He's getting younger. Or he's anxious. Yeah, I didn't know what he looked like. Um, yeah, he's, that's he's not who I look at. You know, sometimes they, certain people can remember what they look like mm -hmm. and then they lose track of time. And like, But I am picking up he had a disagreement with somebody who was also light with blue eyes. I'd like a natural blonde would be. So it's very possible we're looking at two situ two different answers. Okay. okay. Gray hair was not really what I picked up. Kind of yeah. like a sandy blonde. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, Kate says she wants to know if there's any spirits around her because as I go down, it says my wardrobe fell down a couple of weeks ago. Your what was her first name? What was her first name? Kate. I'd be curious what that meant. Wardrobe, like in a rack or something? Was it heavy on yeah, one side? Or? It was like, yeah, like all the clothes inside, yeah. That the, the, the clothes fell. I think someone tipped it over. It feels like it fell versus uh, broken, um, like it was leaning and someone just went, oh, this looks fun. And that happens a lot. Almost like there's too many clothes to fall over one at a time, or uh, it's like one piece come out, yeah, oh yeah, spirit, but not necessarily. You could have had it up there at Crooked or something, but it feels like there was more, and I feel like someone pushed it, but I don't know how it stood in the room. Mm -hmm. It feels like an older woman trying to get your attention. Um, medium and smaller uh, build, but she was medium boned. And just a little less, so she looks thinner, darker hair, um, kind of a harsh-looking face. You know, if you have certain bone structure, like American Indian, I my eyes American Indian, I can have a harsh look, but it's not just bones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bones. Mm -hmm. So um, she had a kind of a square head, uh, thin, thin lady. I don't know if you recognize her. I don't know what era she died. She's trying to get someone's... I, I can just tell you what I'm seeing. I don't know what it means. And then Michael was wondering if his friend um, Salema is around.
Slima? Is that a woman or a man? Is that a woman or a man, Mike? I can only tell you that I cannot pick somebody up, a woman next to you. Sounds like a woman's name. And just because she's not there doesn't mean she hasn't been. But I can only tell you what I get. If I don't see somebody, I can't describe them. And the people I describe, Shar, uh, how many years have I done this with you? And I'm Absolutely. pretty good at what yeah, I do. I hey, Kate, um, she says, no one comes to mind, thanks. But you know what the issue, Kate, is that you're going out shopping every day. You're out in the world every day. And something may just like your energy and follow you home. Okay, yeah. so it could be something like that that follows you home and they're messing with you. I think so. And just because she's not I like a raving beauty, she could just stop, just followed you. I'm I'm not being disrespectful for the spirit if she hears me. Right. <laughs> she unfortunately that, Michael says that Salima is a girl. Is a girl? Yeah. I can't I can't see a woman right next to if it's a girl, I'm not seeing that right away. Okay. I I you know, the, if someone's not stepping forward, let me see clearly. And bear in mind, Michael, that they come and go as well. So she oh. might be around. She might, my mother is always around me, but there's times when my mother goes elsewhere, too, because she yeah. goes to see my sister. Or, I was going to say my brother, but well, I guess she does <laughs> in a weird sort of way. But she goes to see my sister or my nieces, you know, and then she'll be, she'll be back here. So, I mean, they do move around. Uh, you know, I'm picking up something I don't know is <laughs> this gentleman's lady. You ever buy candies and it's a mint, but it's a white and you put it in your mouth and it melts away. Mm -hmm. I'm tasting that in my mouth. Someone wants me to know that's a candy. Who See, are we talking about? Through the candy dish. Was that what was in the candy dish? Yeah, what was in the candy dish, Michael? I, I could be Michael's or someone else is listening. Why would I pick up a, a, a mint? Yeah. It's not hard. It's it, it melts in the mouth. It's white usually. I haven't does had somebody, Does somebody know anybody, any relatives that like that kind of candy? Um, the messages drive me crazy sometimes. And maybe it's <laughs> an identifier, you know. But that, I haven't had that candy, I bet you, 30, 20, 30 years. You know, sometimes with a psychic, too, what people have to remember is, like you say, some ghosts will show them to certain psychics. And some ghosts won't. It's like she says... If, if they come out, you know, you know I don't control I see. It, it's like that. And that's just how it, it operates. So sometimes you might have, and it depends on the psychic. Sometimes you might have one psychic that the ghosts don't like at all, and they're not going to communicate with them. And then you'll have somebody else on scene that they love to talk to. It just depends on how the personalities work. So, I mean, you know, she's not going to see everybody. I, 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 every way in um, personalities also a lot. Yeah. To, if they... I don't know. I, I haven't had too many ghosts tell me they don't like me. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. It's just sometimes. No, no, you know what I mean. Just depending on your personality, they may want somebody that's more laid back or whatever. You know, I found that on investigations. In fact, when I go on investigations, because my I usually have like five psychics on staff on my team, meaning I, psychics. Yeah, and so I will pick, pick and choose because once I interview the people and get a feel for what they're like, I'll pick and choose which psychic goes out. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, I have to take that back a little bit, what I just said, because I've done enough of ghost investigations, particularly one in Tucson, Arizona. And I walk in the room because I have such a large okay. energy field. They thought I was telling it to leave. And I said, no, don't let this like me. I'm just here to figure out if you're okay or not. You know, like the family wants you here if you like to be here. 
So she was afraid of me and maybe people afraid of me because my energy's field. I, I don't know. What, Char, what was that answer there? I thought you read something. Oh, Michael. Well, Michael says the box of candy was empty. That flew across the room. Okay, I just wanted to know. I mean, who knows, okay? But anyway, yeah. So, so, so someone else. any of you know of anybody who enjoyed that, those types of candies that Nancy described? And that's, yeah. that's who's there. there. That's, that's uh, really. That's a question that says she'd like to know about her future career because she's lost right now. And what was her first name? Kate. I see two job changes for you and a possible different area for work or to live. It's like you're going to reach out in a different area to see if you can find a better job. It could be you'll get one job and then a promotion to something else. Mm -hmm. Or the first one will open a door for something else, something. But I do see two changes for you. And then for some reason, I feel like it's not in your neighborhood or where you would normally look. Be curious what that means, hon. Sometimes we have to go somewhere else. You know, the economy is so changed and COVID changed oh, yeah. jobs. And I've had to change careers. Look what I do. I'm on the radio now. That's what I do. You know, I'm doing well, I, people, I was an engineering supervisor. I walked away from it to be happy to do this. So, well, even though, you know, even though this is kind of in line with what I, I normally do, if somebody had told me I was going to be a, an influencer and a creator on social media, I, I looked at him and said, I'm too old and you're nuts. But here I am. <laughs> Well, so you never know. I, I was 42 when I got in this and I stopped a 24 year career with Pacific Bell of all play engineering as a manager. And I walked away from it yeah. to do this. Don't tell me you don't you're not brave enough to make a change. And I went from a solid, really good career to this. <laughs> I guess I would say, where's your passion? Because yeah, it pays, it pays so. how much if you have a lot of passion, you work hard at it. Bud says, um, his childhood home was extremely haunted. A spirit in the garage would open the what the kitchen door. Is that what you're saying? I think that's what you said. And Kate says, interesting. Thank you. May I please ask you? Oh, I guess she was in the education. If you see me returning to education in the future. I wouldn't know that. I mean, you could change it and I wouldn't know. If you're in education, you could be an administrative side. If you're in education, it could be special needs, which is one-on-one -on -one, or a big classroom. I just see two changes and it could be you start at one school and then move over to another school, but you may have to move further. And that makes more sense because schools aren't next door to each other. I yeah. have a question for Marisa. This is okay. on behalf of Marisa. Yes. Her brother, did he, did, did, did he love her? Because I mean, I know there's guys like my dad that don't show it. They, they, they love you in your own way, in their own way. I don't think he had her in his mind very often. Okay. I, I, I would say if we talked to him in the backyard with a cup of cocoa or tea or mm -hmm. something, he may say he had soft feelings from her because they are family, mm -hmm. but he probably wouldn't spend the energy. It feels like he was so focused on his own life. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't go out of his way. So I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, that's, no. That's how families that's, that's, that's why I asked because, I mean, I have that with family and you know, my own family. And Marisa, yeah. I didn't mean anything by that question. I was just trying to say because I know sometimes, you know, we, things get regretted because you, you don't see other people in your family as much as you'd like. I think people's lives are just busy. Yeah, it doesn't mean that, 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 that they don't want to be around you. It's just that they're doing their own thing. That's all I wanted to say. I think when someone passes away, we spend a lot of time wondering what we should have done different. Mm -hmm. and, and it's already done. It's gone. 
So we have to appreciate. The only thing I'm wondering is he is, I, he is there and he, he's all riled up over something. So I would actually talk very nice to him and say, I can't understand you, but give me a, um, hold on, you know, give me a sign, you know, how are we supposed to have a, how are we supposed to be able to read someone's mind? Can't do that to a spirit person. Right. He's got to be more patient, bring some information to her, get someone to call her up or something. Clearly something's up. He's. Well, I but have my theories that on that. So, people, you know. When people have accidental deaths and they're not ready. So it's, it's. Um, yeah. Hang on one second. Oh, I don't want to be in trouble for that question either. <laughs> you know? I was, you know, my brother, for what it's worth, I, 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 what it's worth, although my brother was living here, you know, although my brother was living living in Sacramento, we weren't that close. He was living I mean, with you guys for a while. We had a lot in common and stuff, but I mean, we really, um, we really didn't communicate a lot. I just think life is different than it was 50 years ago. You know, 50, 100 years ago, two or three generations would live together for decades. Yeah. And to make our life work, we have to move and create money and opportunities for ourselves. I have a son that's in uh, uh, Chandler, Arizona, and mm -hmm. he went to college there, moved away, and he got another job. Guess where? Chandler, right there where he is. So he had to go where the job was. My other child's in Roseville. So it's it's like one stayed and one left, but it was all because of work. Mm -hmm. Just well, that's know. the thing. Even me, I know I I frustrate my sister because I'm not I'm not saying I'm not open, but I'm I'm just so busy doing my own thing that I just I, I know stuff's going on, but I just it's, it's it's like I got other stuff going. You know what I mean? So you're, you're working take, your life, hon. You're just feeling guilty for nothing. I think I frustrate my sister that way. I think I used to frustrate my my brother too because I was like that and. Some people are just like that. You know, it's not it's not that we don't love you any less than all this and all that. It's just that, you know, we're, we're busy trying to do whatever we're doing. I'm, we I'm going to step back from that also because I have family who live elsewhere. And it seems like life is busy. I guess if I weren't working, if I were truly retired, maybe mm -hmm. I would reach out. But when you're working, your work is work and your life is life. And you have to you just don't have a lot of time. And that is a very bad excuse mm -hmm. but they're doing their life and they're happy i'm not asking them to call me it takes two two directions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know we're not an italian family or uh mexican families or japanese families you have two or three generations still living together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't have a good answer because i think everybody's going to feel guilty no matter what the answer would be mm -hmm. but has a question but has a question. My child at home was extremely haunted. A rotten, solid, huge ham would reach around the door. Yikes. What? Like a giant. Maybe Native American. He says, he seemed nice, but it felt like someone burned him alive. What do you think? Whoa. So, can you caps like that? Because I didn't hear it quite. So, He's there's this. I'm going to have nightmares after this. Yeah. He says, <laughs> <laughs> He says, my childhood home was extremely haunted. A rotten, solid, huge hand 
would reach around the door like a giant. He said, maybe Native American. Native American. He seemed nice. It felt like someone burned him alive. What do you think? I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, I believe children. And um, I've heard some wonderful stories, scary stories, happy stories. I don't know if people can help but to scare somebody if they come in a room like that. Just because I don't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen to you. I'm not going to disagree with your story. Oh, no, absolutely not. Heck no. I'm the last person. I, I have stories of my own. And I went, do I dare share this? I don't want people to think I'm nuts. <laughs> but I worry about is you because you still remember it. For you, what do you get out of it? And did it bring you comfort? Then that was worth it. Maybe this man liked you. In burn, a lot of people burned to death and you know, we had people burned to death at the turn of century because we didn't have electric lights. We had candles. Yeah. yeah. And I heard terrible, I've heard terrible stories of people who used to have put candle, lit candles in Christmas trees. Did they have a cat or a dog? How, how many burnt down? Really? Old Victorian, beautiful homes, big tree, lots of candles. I, I never could figure that one out. And bad, and, and bad cat, I'm sorry, I've been calling you bud. That's how blind I am. It's bad. It's bad. I got it. I got you. I just corrected it. Oh, when I was a kid, my house, I look at everybody knows because I've said it over and over on the air how active my house was as a kid, and nobody believed me. So, my bedroom, I would see stuff like that all the time, like my bunk beds at night because I always had a nightlight on. I would see dark hands reaching down from the top of the bunk heads. Like oh, the, no. The top <laughs> bunk. Like, 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 like it was trying to move and get me. You know, I would see stuff like that all the time. So, you know, has to be a man. Yeah. Well, your neighborhood's kind of um, an older neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, I imagine before anybody else was there, it was maybe Indian community or, you know, Sutter's Fort was there and all kinds of activity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. downtown Sacramento. Um, I don't think most people realize that Sacramento was actually very old, 1865. Mm -hmm. And and the water flooded a lot, so they built another layer. So people who are passed away will live down underneath, and you get double the number of spirit peoples around. I've done some investigations. Really, wow, wow. And, that um, cat seems. He uh, said he seemed like he wanted a friend. I can see that. Yeah, I, I can, can too. He was probably uh, lonely. Uh, I have that. I have one in my living, my my dining room who. Uh, bled to death because this used to be river bottom he was oh. fishing and he bled to death and he's oh, like yeah, he actually talks about these ghosts that go insane well he's gone insane so like i used to walk past my dining room and see someone trying to jump out and grab me but you know what oh, the thing is with him i have other relatives taking care of him i'm not worried about it but the thing is with him i get the same feeling you do bad is that if this hadn't happened to him and he was just injured and died that he wouldn't be like he he wouldn't be acting like he is, that, that he would be more friendly than what he is. But I because can, of the situation. I can get that. He got injured and died from it, not burned because of it. Yeah. See. Being burned and died. I yeah. kind of wonder if that's not more of the so, story. Yeah. So, so I'm just saying. Here's a question. When someone, when people commit suicide, do you believe they really have to do life over? They want to do life over because they want to fix what they didn't do right. So many people do who are suicides. And a lot of times they come back really quick. So it's like the people I've talked to that were so, gosh, don't make it sound like I'm strange here. I've talked to people who commit suicide 
and it can go either way. They're so glad to get out of their body that wasn't working and they take a lot of vacations or they mm -hmm. get out of their body and go, I didn't think that through. I think I'll try that one more time because it seems like we're given opportunities to choose a life for the experience. Um, and I really, I've had too many clients where they talk of a, of a situation in their past and I'm seeing this past life and describing it. And they go, how did you know? And I says, you're allowing me to see the past. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of creepy. You know, I do what I do, everybody. Just don't make any magic here. Mm -hmm. But it's, uh, I do believe in past lives now where I didn't, I didn't growing up. Um, I don't think I've encountered past lives until about 94, 95. 1994, I got in here at 90, 1990. So it was a few years before I even accept the idea. And then I had to be convinced with the clients that came to me, bringing their children and the children would say, my life was adults who have nightmares of past lives. And um, I love all this stuff. It's so fascinating. It seems like a big joke. Why are we living our lives with these truths around us all the time? Why do we have to live our life like in the dark? Wouldn't it be great if everybody could remember at least one past life? Yes. You know, like, yes. why did I pick this life? Yes. I just wish I would have been someone more important than the ones I've seen already. You know, it's like, oh, the salt of the earth, there I am digging a hole for <laughs> for, for plants and farmers or something, you know. So, Kate, uh, asks, Kate, Kate asks, uh, her younger sister often sees a lady spirit at the top of the stairs who smiles yeah. at her. Do you know who it might be? Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Okay. feels like an uh, era before ours. So okay. the woman is uh, very feminine, very beautiful. I see her in a couple different outfits. I'm not sure if she sees her in a nightgown or a dress. It seems like it's not something that would be a family member. I'd be curious to have her draw a picture, the, the sister, the little girl, mm -hmm. or give a description. I bet she sees her in a couple different ways. You know, and I don't always know why people show up. And so I, I finally sold the big the house on the hill, moving with my husband. And uh, he, you know, oh boy, move down here. So maybe I don't keep hearing the spirit that lives with us. And he's just a very, um, it's just a really interesting story how this spirit showed up, a man. My husband watches the Friday night fights and he says to me one day, he says, I'm gonna offer him a drink. I'm gonna give him a drink. And I go, oh. so my husband has one drink, you know, Friday night. So at the end of the couch, he put a drink out and I said, did he drink it? He says, I don't know, I hope he appreciated it. <laughs> He's not a relative. He lived there before us. Oh, gosh. I love this stuff. <laughs> um, Bad says, the guy with the burnt arm, she says he uh, he feels, uh, I felt like he didn't want me to see his burned face so he wouldn't scare me. That's why he showed an arm. Oh, I like that. A considerate spirit ghost. Right. I don't know he was a ghost because he had conscious thought. Right. Uh, spirit people have conscious thought. Some of the ghosts I've encountered, and I haven't been able to talk to them, lose that ability to want to think. Mm -hmm. They get stuck. And that's when we have the true um, haunting, because they get stuck in their motion, emotion, and they don't want to think about it, so they block thinking. So it's not like they're unconscious, they just don't want to. So I think the misconception, oh, a ghost is um, thinking and it knows it's going to hurt you. Sometimes they're just drastically insane from the years and years and years of being neglected or not solving a problem. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it happens like that. Someone asked me, I said, I think eventually, 
I, I did watch the movie called Ghost. And the young man that played the role, he did get an Academy Award nomination. I don't know if he won or not. And he just wore um, a sheet over his head all the most movie. And and I guess it was he was waiting for his wife to come get him. And after a while, he lost track of time. And they sometimes just stand or wait. Just It's just an interesting story. I've seen that happen. And I've come across spirits that have become ghouls. And what that means is, is I was told of them at the time of death. Mm -hmm. And years later, that person has gone insane. These people, 32 years, I have people coming back and there's murders and death and suicides and natural deaths. And then people touch face. I go, oh, my God, what do I tell this person? That what that relative gone insane. It's crazy. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Hey, Jerry, I have a question. You're not. I have a question for your question. Did you listen to tonight's last show? Because that sounds like your question. Jerry is asking, and I think you'll get a kick out of this, Nancy. I, I think she watched last night's show. What was last night? I had 4,000 past lives. 4,000? I thought it was 88. Well, he said it was more like 4,000. <laughs> Since the dinosaur times. He says was, I would sure like to see that diary. It was an insect, and then, you know. Jerry wants to know how many past lives she's had. <laughs> that's, where, that's where it came from. You haven't had as much as everybody else. I'll, I'll say the 100% opportunities, you've, you're about 70, 75. Now, how do I do that? Um, entrance to time, believe it or not, is feels to me at the base of your neck. And what I mean by that is when I do readings, when I blend with somebody, I have to enter time to get your reading. And then someone says, how about past life? And all I did was just, how is this possible? I can even do this in the first place. The person themselves want me to see how far back. And it almost feels like the horn of plenty, where you pick up a horn and you listen to the ocean. And depending on how deep the shell is, you can keep listening, listening, listening. That's what I pick up. So it's not like how many lives, it's the multitudes. I have I listened to some fella, and he seemed like he was pretty smart, dark hair guy. I can't remember. I look, I watched so many things on this topic. It's crazy. Then I forget who I'm talking to, listen to. And he says, why are we limiting ourselves to this planet? So for 100% past lives, where were they? Were you just thinking, hmm, Earth looks like a good experience. I'll maybe try that out. Or were all of them here? Uh, I'll tell you a quick, funny story. I was um, living in Sierra Vista for a while. And I also had a job at Tombstone, Arizona, where I met Professor Gary Swartz. And Double Blind tested me. It was great, right? Anyway, I was given this class um, from a learning exchange environment to a bunch of all oh, 35, 40 women, men, there was a couple in there. And I had this little thing I can do. <laughs> and I, I'm actually, it's really fun. I can do a whole group. It's really fun. Had them gone. Boom. Right. And then I thought, I think I'll just step into a few of them. And to my right, there was like four or five ladies and I picked one of them and she, and she was washing herself as a caveman or woman. And I felt from her astonishment, like she didn't know how to grapple. She was clearly in her 70s or 80s. And she didn't know how to accept that. Like, is that the life that is so determined why I picked this life? Is that personality important to me here? And I often say that if you get a past life today, it's because of what's happening today. Like with Char, when I did a past life regression on her. I could see where she was going. Uh, Char was very unusual because she didn't visually see it. She would felt it. And I could see 
So I had to prompt it. It was kind of crazy. But this woman was visual and she saw this, you know, ah! <laughs> so when it was all over, I just turned to the side and I says, okay, I wasn't going to see, I was going to see if she was going to volunteer. Which one were you? A caveman? And she raised her arms up. How do you know? I didn't like that. <laughs> and I says, honey, it means you've been around a really long time and they wanted you to know that. For her, that was the answer she needed because it astonished her. She didn't like that. Can you imagine feeling the inside of a caveman and it's grunging around and trying to live? She really felt, oh, it was a great story. Yet, the other day, and there's somebody listening, uh, I think. And I went to her one time. I went, oh, my gosh. It just went on and on. I says, oh, my gosh, you're such an old soul. I couldn't get to the end of her storyline. So where someone might have 1,000, someone might have 2,000, she had 100,000 lives. Wow. That, I mean, I'm exactly 50,000, 20. Who's to know? When did spirit originate? And how many planets have we been to? And do we ever get tired of doing this? Well, I went to a, a channeler, channeling session with a group of people. And the lady said right in front of me, she looks at the channel and she says, can you explain why I can't get along with people? Well, the, the, the kind, wonderful lady said, you are um, a Highlander in Scotland and Whoa. you didn't like people. That's not the answer I got. And people say, do you ever watch other psychics? And I go, no. And this is the reason. Right in front of me, I never ask. And I watch a show on TV or I watch other psychics. I go, oh, no, 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 I don't want to hear. She turned into a big old flame. And I went, oh. And a friend of mine named Karen was sitting next to me. And I said, Karen, are you seeing this? She's very intuitive. She says, Nancy, what are you looking at? Well, the minute she questioned why she couldn't get along with people, well, she wasn't a person last time. How are you going to relate to human beings if you were a flame before? What kind of what kind of existence is that? Mm -hmm. And it was so telling. Now I think the channeler. I mean, how fast can you get an answer? I don't even want answers, and I get answers. You know, you just the and there it is. And I looked at her and went. I told Karen, I says, I think I'm going nuts. I can't believe I'm seeing a flame. You know, like. Um, you ever see a, a gas flame that's not lit? It's blue. That's what it looked like. Like a, a, a flame that's blue. And I'll never forget it. Just watch your eyes. I'm I'm remembering. <laughs> I can see a visual of her just thinking about it. It just actually just stunned me. It's like the lady who saw herself as a caveman and she didn't want to. She'd go, oh, no. Here's this beautiful older woman, just dainty with jewelry on and pearls around her neck. And she sees herself as a grungy old caveman. <laughs> she probably wanted to see if she was a Victorian lady of the, of this, not the streets, a, a Victorian lady going to a ball or something. It wasn't what she was supposed to see. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Here's a cool question. How come some spirits stay here on the earth plane rather than crossing to the other side? Unfinished business 99% of the time unhappy because they didn't finish their life right, uh, from suicide to accidental death. Sometimes people have someone greet them and they're overtaken with love and compassion, they'll go. And then I see them in some sort of recovery and it could from days, weeks, months, years. A lot of people go to a funeral, even if they don't accept it, their relatives come and say, you need closure. Then there's people, and I uh, almost said the name, 
So this individual died accidentally. Um, heart just gave out. And unfortunately, he couldn't accept it. So he went from a living person to a conscious spirit. And after a couple of years, he went insane. Who's determined? How come we're not individual? How come? How many people have said, oh, I should be insane for what I went through? You know, how many times have we said that? And I've said the same thing. Like, God, I must have rocks in my my belly or something. I feel like I, I should have gone over the edge a few times like everybody else. And it never happens. It's just a personality thing. Maybe someone who's anxious in life, unhappy, and then they're actually killed or they're murdered by accident or accident, but they're murdered. Can you imagine the turmoil? Like I was going to fix that. I was going to fix that, everybody. I mean, can I get back in? Accidental deaths. My father was killed by a drunk driver. And they try to blame it on him because the men that killed him were Korean War heroes. They had been partying. All three were drunk. My father wasn't drunk. He was coming home from working to his his wife and two little girls. We were five and six years old. And they tried to blame on him because he wasn't a war hero. They were. So can you imagine them dying and they had come back as heroes and they get they don't get to live that hero life? My father came back because me. It was the first time I'd ever seen a spirit. I was six years old. And I told my grandmother and she recorded day after day. Every time I talked to him, like, oh, I talked to him again. It wasn't like garbage. She, she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I can hear. Yeah, oh, yeah, he used to say that, too. It is what it is. Um, Jill has a question. How do you direct ghosts or lost souls home or crossover? Oh, thank you, thank you. If you feel like someone's, the feeling of desperation, haunting feeling, like, oh, I'm so lost. So we, we dealt with this recently, Char and I uh, talked to somebody. And the, the female was so despondent that she died, that she clung to the first person she could. And I told the person, and I felt so compassionate with this. I said, you really need to talk to her in a quiet moment when you feel her revving up and you want to be sympathetic, you want to be calm, you want to say her name softly and say, you don't need this anymore. You can have a happier life. And they don't get it unless you talk to them because that female that we were talking to is on the verge of becoming a ghost. They're losing touch with reality. And sometimes just sympathy, just sympathy. I'm so sorry that happened to you because they will hear you if you say it enough and they'll wake up. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be there. Sometimes people like me can grab them and push them away, but they'll come back because your vibration has lowered to a level they recognize as home. So if I said to somebody, why you have a ghost? Oh, what's going on? So they pulled you down. Well, fight to pull you up. Go watch Lauren Hardy movies or um, Dick Van Dyke or Lucille Ball or something. Laugh a lot. I don't even know who the comedians are nowadays. You know, I'm older. But um, so you need to laugh a lot and be happy because that makes me curious. Then they go, oh, what's going on here? Then you can talk to them. If you can identify them, you say, hey, guy, what, what's going on with you? Wake them up. Like do it in the car when you're parking the driveway. Um, I do a lot of praying or talking to the universe in the car because no one's bothering me. Mm -hmm. uh, you can put your brain on automatic and drive a straight line to, you know, be conscious of that. But I find a lot of peace in the car and I love to drive because I can talk to people. And it seems like I've always got a passenger too, you know, so. Compassion um, is number one. I crossed a few over myself. 
during investigations. And there's different techniques to doing it, like, like what Nancy is talking about. Generally, somewhere when you when you die and, and, and you're roaming around, that white light is, is you know, uh, Sylvia Brown used to see that the other side was three feet away from you. Well, it's close so to that. <laughs> it's always, yeah, it's always someplace really near you. And that bright light, it's kind of like in the movie Ghost. You know how when, when uh, Patrick Swayze's ready to go and, and then the light shows up in the sky, you know, up in the ceiling, and it, it appears in different positions in a room. Absolutely. And when you're talking with a ghost that's lost in a house, you know, something happened. I'll give you a good example of what happened in Willow, on this Willow investigation in a second. But you can pretty much direct them that way. And a lot of them, some of them are, 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 inc are inclined to go. However, the way I do it is usually there's family members that went before them. Yeah, there's so always all the family members to the, the they can't they don't cross over, but 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 they get within the light where the per, where the deceased can see them. And then I do it that way. You know, hey, your mother's over there. She's waiting for you. You go over there. You love your mother, right? Yes, I adore my mother. Can you go over there? Take her hand, and she'll take you through. Or I'll call on one of my relatives. To help, sometimes that helps too. You call. You have them. to get their attention. Yeah, you they get their attention, and they want to get them. their attention. And if yeah. they don't recognize somebody, it has to be someone that gets their attention. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll do I, that too to get them to cross over. And but, sometimes um, it's someone they liked. I had a lady. I was talking to a lady, and um, the woman that was going to greet the, the relative was a, a neighbor who cooked them chocolate chip cookies, and so this person saw that neighbor all the time. It could be a it could be a relative, it could be a best friend, it could be a dog. Yeah, yeah. It could be a dog even. My dad saw a dog. Um, this case we all worked on it with Nancy worked on it too. Nancy does remote work for me. And um, Trish, our lead field psychic, was out on this case with us, and we were in this little room and we were talking to this gentleman. We realized that there was a poltergeist thing going on in the house, but there was also this other entity in the house. And we couldn't figure out where he fit in. And it finally hit me one day, and uh, this this particular ghost was afraid of the father of the house because the father of the house was so upset, his energy was so chaotic that he was causing poltergeist activity. Oh, and I, remember that one? That was the one. I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was defending the he he was there to defend the two boys that lived in the house. Anyway, as I get through on through this, we're in this little room with Trish, and Trish, I never really see I saw Trish doing any channeling. She did this night. And she was talking to him, and as she's talking to him, I'm asking questions to get the answers from this kid, this guy. And it turns out, before that house was there, there was another house there, and he burned the house down. But he didn't realize that his mother was in the house at the time. Oh, so I've heard these. And he was really, really upset. That's why he wouldn't leave. And then when he saw these two boys being accosted by the poltergeist, that's why he stayed to, to fight back and forth you know, with, the, with the father. So anyway... Trish is standing there. We're asking questions, and according to Trish, you know the 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 light, the, the wall opens up. There's the light. You know his mother's in the his mother's in the light. So we're talking him through, and Trish said, "Well, you can take my hand, take my hand, and I'll help you go through." And at that point, Trish stood up. She was in a trance. She completely stood up out of the chair. Oh my gosh! And she was. And we were talking him through, and I said, "Okay." Let's lead him to the left so he goes through the light. And, you know, we were on this trap. I watched Trish lift up out of this chair. She turned to the left. And when he entered the light, because his mother was there, 
you know, we had to convince him that she forgave him and all this because that was part of the thing too. She didn't, he didn't think that, that they would forgive him for what he did. And a lot of them are afraid yeah. of, of where they're going. Yeah. So and Trish lifts, lifts up out of this chair. She turns to the left. Uh, and when he went through the light, he let go of her hand. And she, she fell back in the chair. Wow, wow, wow. Completely released. I remember the story, but I forgot what, what happened. Yeah. So he crossed over. He went. And the first thing I ask, when, when you hear the audio, you say, when you hear me go, Trish, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. But Trish was completely in the trance. She had no idea she'd even stood up when she when she was walking him through. No, or it takes you. You know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's how you do it. And sometimes you have to get in a big circle. It takes a lot of energy sometimes to get them to cross over. So you'll see uh, paranormal groups get, get into a big circle to cross people over too. There's different ways to do it, but each each way it's like you know a lot of the majority of the time is sometimes they're 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 afraid to cross over, or they're too connected to something here. But then but then the idea is to get them with their family. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can say something like, "Who do you miss the most?" Yeah, yeah because that miss person the most? would be the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the then the person they miss will show up at at the end at the entrance to, to whatever you want to heaven or whatever you want to call it. And they usually be beckon the person over and help them cross well, over. If you ask them who they miss most, yeah. it's because that's was the person was going to greet them in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you miss your mom? Do you miss your mom? How about your dad? Yeah. And uh, it's not always yeah. easy talking to spirit people because uh, I I keep thinking I'm going to talk about something I was going to mention. So in Folsom, I did a ghost investigation. It was a long time ago. It was a, a somebody who was known in the community. And I went into the house and, oh, my God, they had a couple, excuse me, they had a couple spirits there. And the spirit was saying, um, I like the lady and I have something in common. Our mothers just died. And, of course, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be really right or really wrong. And she had been grieving. And this spirit found her grieving because she had just lost her mom. So mm -hmm. the spirit had lost her mom, but it had been a while back. But she couldn't get over it. So she found it a like-minded sufferer. Mm -hmm. See how that works? So even though you don't want to grieve, if you feel like there's somebody else around you, they could be grieving too. Again, a lot of sympathy, mm -hmm. uh, compassion, uh, curiosity. Tell me a story. Tell me what happened. If you can pick up anything. Mm -hmm. Well, Char, we're getting uh, an hour here. Well, Bad has a message about the guy with that was burned. Pardon me? The guy was sometimes he would put on a Halloween glove to cover his hand so he would appear less frightening. How sweet. That was what? the one that the Native American with the burned hand. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. So she saw him create the glove. Yeah. Sometimes the hand, oh, I don't mean this. So he would create. That's why spirit people look so different at times. Yeah. Sometimes they, they show up to me like really old because that's how people saw them last. Right. Or they'll say, I don't want to be seen like that. Yeah. And they'll go way down to an early age and people think, God, I can't remember what that person looked like. And then that's because what they do is they find a picture in the house or they remember being taken, a picture being taken, and they'll create that look. So when you go looking, you'll see them that way. Oh, I know who that was. I just saw a picture. That happens a lot. A I've got lot. some more questions and then we got to wrap this up, guys. Next question is, when we cross over, where are we going? Ah, it's a breath away. It's a breath away. It's just a different uh, vibration. Mm -hmm. um, it's amazing to me the number of people who stick around just for a while 
-hmm. And then they travel a lot. It's amazing how many people say, um, someone asked about the father and I said, oh, he's really far away. And then recently, like another country, just really far away. And just recently, I want to show, share a show. A woman talked about her daughter who had died. And I said, she's really far away, like in Japan. Well, I think I have past life there. I'm kind of connected to Japan. So, And she says, oh, that's curious you would say that because she was born in Japan. And I said, well, she's visiting Japan, probably finding the area that you guys were living. They go back, and I would too. At my age, I forgot what my father looked like. He was very tall and very thin, over six foot, but I'm forgetting his face. So I will go back in time to that days before he left. So I could just see him. So we travel in time as vacationers also. Can you go in the future? I haven't done it, but I know people who have told me they have. It's, it's all accessible from spirit. I don't know how they do it. If I, let me put it this way. It's crazy that I can do what I do. It's nuts to think I do it all the time. Think how easy it must be for them. I'm a thick, I mean, I'm a piece of meat, muscle, gooey, gooey on these bones. And this is my vehicle. Yet I can do this stuff like this. So if I can do it, can you imagine not having the confines of the flesh? How mm -hmm. exciting to be able to travel and do anything you want. My husband aligns himself with the Westerns. Yes, he's at the age where TV shows are Westerns, his favorite. But we were in Tombstone, Arizona area. And he felt like we had a past life there. And that's why we, we were connected so easily. Now, he was raised on a ranch. But in the 80s, I rode and I was a longest runner and a person who owned a horse and did races. So I was very, very connected with the horses. But our vibra vibration connected. So that happened like five, six months back that this was reminded. And what reminded me of that, him tell me, because it was 0708 that we lived there, is I had a flash of myself as a young man on a horse. You know, the youth grows really fast and they're little skin and bones. I had a check shirt on and I was on a brown horse. I went, oh, for heaven's sakes. I know it wasn't me in this life. Mm -hmm. And so I had a flash. I went, huh, maybe that's what Larry picked up is that he and I recognize each other from a past life. I think that's fascinating. Jill says that she has, let's see, she feels like the house she lived in, the, the man who owned it before is still there. She'd like him to leave. You know, Jill, in some cases, if you don't feel like he is like being nasty or aggressive, that's your house. So you need to take charge of your house. If you don't want him there, let him know that. Let that's him know that true. he doesn't belong there. It depends on how receptive you are to that. Yeah. I've told this story on the air and it just popped in my head again, so I'll tell it again. So this lady calls me and she says, we have a problem with the ghost. Really? Tell me about it. I'm all excited, right? Oh, she has a nine-year-old daughter who's spirit, like the ones we talked to about tonight, spirit come in and scare these young people. And I asked the little girl, tell me about your bedroom. And she just went on and how beautiful it was. Mama did a beautiful job. It was all purple and pink and flowers and lace or whatever. I says, do you love your bed bedroom enough to make it yours? So I says, yeah. I says, well, why are you letting that man come in? You stand in front of that closet before he comes out. If he shows up, you put your hands on your, your hips and you yell at him, don't you come in my room. I don't want you in here. And mother called me back and said about third night in a row, she hasn't had the problem. He left. He wasn't invited. He tried to be invited. Now my husband and I have this ghost. 
because he he had the original home 35 years ago. But my husband's liking it. He kind of gets a kick out of it. And he walks through the man sometimes. But I think the other night, about two weeks ago, he said, I'm trying to watch the fights, yet I can feel him and hear him walking next to me. I says, does it bother you? He says, ah, just as long as he doesn't mess with me. I says, one time I was watching the fights and the guy sits down the other end of the couch. I says, how do you know? He said, I looked over and I could see the impression going down the cushion going down. I'm like, yeah. well, that would even get my attention. I'm like, come on. But Larry's really a calm man, very calm. And he just lets it go. He's like watching it. He's like, I'm so amused. <laughs> if you can be amused, you can survive it. If you can survive it, make it a story. I live with a ghost. Can you live, say that? <laughs> Share it with people. You know, there's so many people out there afraid of life. It's because they're afraid of death. What if we all knew we were going to live forever? And, you know, different different garments. Wouldn't it be fun to share a story that you live with a ghost? I live with a ghost. I've well, Actually, right here in this house I'm moving out of, there's a couple. One is a little pioneer girl. And Larry saw it first, and I went, so then I thought, well, maybe I better pay attention. And sure enough, I saw her walk by. She had a a dress with a big white apron and she had a white cap that goes on like this. She just, it wasn't our, near our house that they, they massacred. We had a lot of Indians in Hornbrook, Wairika area. And there was unfortunately some Indian massacres. So she might've been part of that. Why is she still around? Who knows? Maybe, who knows? I can't even conject her. But someone comes in and shares your couch watching the fights with you, go for it. <laughs> I love it. But again, he'll yeah. If, if you if you're at that adamant, you can you can demand that he leave. I mean, that's, my neighbors used to laugh because I would come home from an investigation and I might I can tell what ghosts are here, which ones are not the ones from here. So my neighbors would laugh, <laughs> and because I would open up all the windows and I'd scare, I'd be yelling out out, out the windows. Not yeah, in my house. I don't so if you don't belong here. Go. So you, can, so you have the power to do that at your house. One more question down here, and this is kind of this is kind of a fun question, and I'm not taking anything away from from Kyle. And Kyle says, "Where would one find ghosts? I've never, in my 40 years on Earth, experienced anything remotely close to being something remarkable or questionable. Is there a place I can experience this phenomenon, or am I missing out on this?" Uh, you just haven't put your mind to it. Um, I would say something like get some books, watch some movies, um, and this is a I've been sitting too long here. <laughs> Um, so when I was living in Sierra Vista, I had an office in Tombstone. So I drive my car going across this half hour and right on the way they had big signs, archeology, archeology span dig, guess what they were digging up? Dinosaurs. And I thought to myself, Oh, that was something I wanted to do. Of course, two years we were there. We didn't get to, and then the recession hit. So we had to move, but in some ways I started thinking about dinosaurs. I mean, how many days do you think of dinosaurs a week, right? I start thinking a lot about dinosaurs because I'd walk drive by every day and you could see the dig. You could see that there were just big things going on. And I thought it must be a big dinosaur. I hope. I, well, that been fun. I never found out. But anyway, where we were living, the view opened up to the corridor going into Mexico. So it was a mountain range on each side. So it was a corridor where all the storms came through was a view of lifetime. You know, I'm really upset with the uh, recession when it hit. It hit everybody hard. And we were one of the victims of it. And that was all. 
you know, it was a brand new house. So just couldn't do it. Anyway, I was in the kitchen looking out the window. <laughs> My husband's behind watching TV. And I stood really still. And I was like, stoic. Like, he got up and he came over and he looked at me. He says, are you okay? <laughs> Maybe I was in a trance or something. And I was looking at the window. Guess what I was looking at? One of those great big dinosaurs that eats the leaves on the trees. The very first views of dinosaurs in Jurassic Park were the ones with the four leg, the legs are stove, you know, big barrel looking, big necks. I never saw above the shoulders. Uh, even at a distance coming this way, I thought, how is it possible I would see a dinosaur ghost? You know why? Because I was thinking about it. And so my mind opened up to the possibility that's all it takes is expose yourself. I had a lady talk to me when I was having a difficult time accepting this. And uh, it was overwhelming because all of a sudden I had people want to talk to me all the time. And I was like, engineering supervisor, they don't talk. And I tell people, this is not easy to talk when you're not a natural talker. I get tired. So what she told me was read everything you could on people who do it similar to you and their anxiety and their stress of becoming you your same abilities. So Eileen Garrett, I read a book of her and I identified with her and her struggle. She didn't want the gift. She didn't like it. And I says, if she doesn't like it, I, it's okay that I don't, but I, I'll become what I am good at. I will do this. And I've learned to love it, love it. And by reading books on other people's life experiences or how to do it will open you up to be able to do it. My feeling is that you sense things around you you don't know what it is i think you're sensing spirit people like maybe they're made out of a like piece of glass that wavers you can't see through it you can just feel the energy of it so i think your your perceptions there you just haven't turned that energy on to be able to feel them uh i can see them with my eyes but most of the time i'm seeing with my inside eyes i join with people i go into a room i back out a little bit but i give them enough of my life force that's why it's tiring it gives them a little boost so they can give me what they look like. Um, that doesn't explain why I can see people walking across the church on the other side. I went, I went to Catholic church and for a while after I got married, we did go to Catholic church because my husband's family was Catholic. And he just watched people, spirit people walk around nah, 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 to the left and people. I thought, what's that about? You know, and, and it's because they were there sucking up the energy of the people in the aisles on the other side. They didn't need mine. Mm -hmm. So when you're investigating and you're around people, you may get tired and have no explanation. They're trying to boost their, their life force so you could see them or feel them. So you need to expose yourself to that. And I think you will, you may be surprised. It feels like you're more perceptive than you realize. Okay, sure, girlfriend, let's do this. Over an hour. I mean, we could go on forever with this stuff. But I thank you guys for all this. Now, Monday, we're going to have Bruce Genvy is going to be on with us. And he's going to be talking about ghosts and legends of the Great Lakes. Ooh. So that's going to be cool. Sunday, I'll be back at 6, like always. We're going to be reading out of the uh, Lizzie Borden book. I'm getting senile. And uh, <laughs> Don't do that. And answer to your question. Yes, in fact, after I take my dinner break tonight, I'm going to post more information about my psychic development classes on uh, on, on, on the radio website at uh, CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. I haven't had a chance to do that this week. But I will do it tonight as, as soon as I have my hour dinner break and I'll have it up. So you check it out in about what, another hour, or hour and a half, and I'll have it up on the site for you. Um, thank you guys. It's been really fun. I um, like this too. 
If you like the show, be sure to share it with your friends. You know, we want to get more and more people watching it. It's not always about psychic abilities. It's about different topics. You know, we, we have multiple, multiple topics over on the YouTube site. And you can check those. If, you know, if you want to check more of the videos out, go to CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. That will take you over to the YouTube site. You can get in there. Uh, like I said, if you liked it, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your If you're watching from Facebook, please follow. If you're watching from... I'm starting to move my hands. I'm around you too much. If you're watching... <laughs> Nancy moves her hands a lot. <laughs> you can't always see it. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Well, let me look at this down real quick. Okay. See, you can see me move my hands. So if you're watching from Facebook, be sure to follow. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Down in the bottom right-hand corner is that little ghost with the magnifying glass and the Sherlock Holmes head on. That's our little mascot. And if you go out to the YouTube site again, it's not all about the paranormal. There's other topics on there. We cover spousal abuse. We we, we, we cover criminal. I mean, we, we cover all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So I think you guys will, will find some, there's something over there for everybody. If you're watching from Twitter, you know, if you're, if you're, you can't subscribe on Twitter. Well, subscribe to California Hunt's Twitter. You can do that. But if you're watching from Twitch, please follow. If you're watching from TikTok, please follow. And again, subscribe from YouTube. But I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. I am off tomorrow. I will see you guys Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific. And if you see that thing flashing down on the bottom, that's because California Haunts doesn't take money to investigate. We never have. We never will. And so sometimes, you know, I'm trying to support the show. This is all I do. I'm a journalist. This is what I do. So I'm trying to support the show, support the team with equipment, you know, buy equipment for the show and everything. If something dies, it comes out of my pocket. I can use a little help sometimes, you know, pay for the Internet, keep this thing going. I love doing this. I didn't think I was going to be on this long, to be honest. It was month to month because I thought, man, I don't know if we're going to have enough funds to do this. But we've been very fortunate. We've had donors that have helped us out. And it's because of you. I sound like KBIE now. But it's because of it's because of you donating, I've been able to stay on the air. Simple, you know. And you know, and I thank you everybody who has so far. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's, been, it's been really amazing. So if you can help me out, that'd be great because I want to keep this thing going. It's, it, it's a good thing. YouTube shows us no love. And the more we're on, they got to show us some love. In fact, this month we're looking at um, adding at least 200 more downloads this month that we're going to have for our podcast version. So I'm really excited about that. Every month the numbers go up, you know, the people yeah. that see the show. But anyway, if you could help me out, that would be great at paypal.me at California Haunts or Venmo and then just type in California Haunts. That would be great. But again, Jill, in answering your question, give me about an hour, hour and a half, and I'll have more information about the classes and stuff over on the California Haunts radio site. And if you, you want to visit my paranormal group, that's CaliforniaHaunts.org, and the radio is CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Anyway, I will see you guys. In fact, I'm going to give you. I'm going to let you see Nancy's info, and then I will see you guys Sunday. So here's Nancy's info. Ta-da. There we go. NancyMats.com. Nancy Matt's author with the N A um, M and A capitalized.com. YouTube.com forward slash Nancy Matt's Psychic. She's got, she's got some books out. One is Help Get Me Out of This Funk, Nancy Matz. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills, Nancy Matz. <laughs> and The Unwilling Sacrifice. Great book. I've read it. Good stuff.
Yeah, and they're all available on Amazon. Okay, guys. Well, I will see you guys on Monday. I mean, on, on Sunday. Whoops. <laughs> Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific. See you then. Have a good, have a good couple of days. See you next.